0: Hello welcome to um a
1: lift to work with me Tina and I'm Kate hello everybody hello so today <laughs> oh today what are we
0: travelling in well it's quite it's that season of of coldness isn't it so we're going to have a nice horse and carriage you know think think downton abbey and uh, new york park so we're going to be in a nice warm cozy uh, horse and carriage where we can all wrap up. But um there's room for everybody. So jump on in. Sounds,
1: sounds proper posh.
0: Very nice. Yeah. I think
1: that uh, will I be at the back pooping the scoop. Scooping <laughs> <and> the poop <laughs> in a bucket. Ah oh, well, So that was quite a light note really. Today, Tina, what are we talking about? Well today we're talking about missing
0: people at Christmas and in this festive season so it's a season of more gathering than than normal there aren't many times a year that whole families attempt to gather but this is this is definitely one of them for a lot of people but not necessarily everybody some people do spend Christmas on their own out of choice or necessity or it just happens Um, but it is a time when missing someone can come into sort of sharp relief. And it's just to give you some um, some information about that, really. You know, what what might help if that's where you're at? What strategies could you employ if you feel that coming and it's something you're not comfortable with or you're dreading mm. a little bit?
1: Yeah, and there's there are a lot of different reasons why we might miss um, people, pets, mm. around this time so loads of different reasons i think the prominent one is grief
0: yeah we will be doing a fuller um bonus episode in the new year around grief for everybody but because it's such a um a topic that everybody um feels is relevant for for them actually because uh, most people have experienced some loss in their life um, mm. but for the purposes of this it's just a quick um Option to think about, you know, what can you do if uh, you've lost somebody since since last Christmas or last festive time, really, or not necessarily in that year, but you know, you just yeah. every time of this year, mm. you know, it it feels relevant. And some of you may know that I'm also a celebrant as well as a a coach. And in that world where I talk to people about um, death and loss. Uh, We certainly do have these kind of conversations about how you and I call it hold a space for that person. How do you hold a space and not end up pretending that everything's okay and they're not there? But let's not mention Uncle Fred. Um, So Mm. people do then start sharing with you what they do for remembering somebody. And it can be taking flowers somewhere if that's where the person's resting place is, it can be, and I love this story, it can be something fun. So this was told to me by someone I used to work with. So her granddad never liked sprouts. And in the Christmas dinner, he would be made to have one on his plate and he he would cut it into four and make a right song and dance about eating each Quarter and pull faces and make a right thing about it. And now, what they do instead of serving out sprouts is they put a whole big bowl of sprouts in the middle. Everyone has one, which is Uncle's or Grandad's sprout, and they all eat it in the way he used to. And they do a cheers to him and then they get on with it. But they hold this kind of little moment to remember him. And I think those kind of things are really nice.
1: Yeah. And whilst grief is a a massive a massive part of of missing people at Christmas there are other elements as well perhaps you have got a loved one who can't come home for whatever reason um, or is with you in body but no longer in mind yes yeah so they may not understand what's happening um yeah. or, or who the people are around them which can it, it can be quite distressing for families yeah. i know that are going back a while we uh my granny was in um it was in a nursing home she had got dementia and and we would you know every year we would spring christmas every year they, they'd come um except the last christmas when she she was okay for a couple of hours and then she was like she got really distressed she's like I don't I don't I, I just want to go home I just want to go home bearing in mind we've lived in that house for yeah amount of time um so that could, that was quite a moment actually when you're like it's that realization yeah yeah and Christmas aren't the same
0: exactly and um And sometimes when that happens around us, we kind of go into a bit of an overdrive about I have to make this okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's quite difficult just sometimes to go with it. The things that uh, Kate and I would tell you as nurses is if you play music, that's a real powerful way to reach somebody whose memory is declining. So sometimes just having music on and just dancing or being silly Things particularly from their era can really help, and if you know, if it only is a fleeting moment of recognition, that's still lovely.
1: Mm. Um,
0: yeah. So yeah, that that could, that can could be tough, yeah. but it's how you kind of find a way to make a connection with that person, how you manage your
1: own feelings, which is okay to feel like, oh, this has changed a lot, like it used to be, mm. and um missing missing people at at christmas does it's a it's an emotive time christmas is an emotive time um and you may experience things like anger um or sadness guilt because you're there and somebody else isn't um hurt with that they're selfish and can't can't be with you when you want them with you and mm. all of that kind of stuff. And this in turn, um, and you know as well as I do, that emotions can have such a physical response, can't they? Mm.
0: Yeah, and I think sometimes you've just got to get that expressed in some way out of yourself Saying it out loud can even sometimes help you, you know, if you go for a walk with the dog and you you talk to the person who's no longer there saying, well, this is annoying. I normally would be walking Mm. the dog with you and, uh, you know, you've only upped and blooming left us, you know, and you've left me with all your in-laws who are coming round and ha, 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 and, you know, just expressing it and talking it out loud can help. Some people say that if you write it down, so, you you know, you write it down and then you can burn it or destroy it, never send mm. it, whatever. But just saying how you feel it is important. And I guess what we say, don't we, all the time in coaching, Kate, is feelings come and go that, you know, you will feel this and it's fine and it's real and it's okay to feel it, whatever it is, but it will come and it will go. So you're not going to be stuck in that difficult feeling. You know, mm. it
1: will pass.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. allow
1: yourself to feel those feelings. Yeah, totally.
0: Because the more you push it down, um, it it becomes like a pressure cooker and it's only going to pop at some point, um, mm. either in your health or in your mental well-being. So that's never a good plan, mm. really. Yeah,
1: and if um, if you are spending time with somebody who is experiencing those things. So you're not, you aren't the person who's directly missing somebody, but mm. you're with somebody that is, mm. you know, don't be afraid to speak to them. Yeah, Don't be afraid to engage in conversation. Yeah. No, you will never understand what they Absolutely. are thinking. Their thoughts are theirs. However, sometimes... Just a reassuring, you know, look or touch on the shoulder, or uh, I've got you. Mm. Yeah, and and a lot of
0: people who've who've actually lost somebody um, in relation to you know grieving for them in whatever way will often say that everyone else goes into kind of like. Backpedaling mode <laughs> or mm-hmm. kind of frozen mode, and they they never mention the person's name. It's like you know, well, oh, don't mention mum, and let's not talk about it. You know, we we have sayings in our house because my my mum died um, come up for five years ago now, and one of her Christmas habits was to always leave the price on at least something. So you'd open something, and there it would be, the label of the price, and. It was a bargain, so it would be like a label on top of a label on top of a label because it had been reduced three times because she loved a bargain. Good on her. And um, nowadays, if anyone ever does this, which occasionally it happens, we go, oh, you're doing a mum, you've done a mum. (laughs) and uh, and everyone knows what that means what that code means actually and you know we did talk the first time she wasn't around about how we missed her because she was a great gift buyer she was a like she had lots of things that she loved about that time of Mm. year um and some of us have got some of her ornaments now which is quite nice so you know i feel her presence when I open, you know, the ornament box and there's one of her decorations and we put it on the tree and we know it's like it was mum's, that kind of thing is quite mm. nice. Holding a space in whatever way works for you yeah, is is good. But yeah, I think like you say, just, just being there for the other person, that's a really good thing to mention, isn't it? Yeah. And
1: from an NLP point of view, from a mindset point of view, there are a couple of strategies that... We can use um, to help during that situation, or during that during that period of time. Um, one of them is anchoring, mm-hmm. so you're holding on to, or you're remembering it, feeling positive, you know, positive emotions, positive memories. Um, this is a technique that we use a lot for various different various different topics and once you've learned it you can use it for all sorts of stuff yeah that you've got the skills to do that so that's a great one and another one that we we use which is far more in depth um amazing it's an incredible thing it's called timeline therapy which is where we kind of go back to events and take a lot of the emotion away from it yeah helping you to get out of a stuck place
0: i always think of it like dr who <laughs> if you
1: ever i mean it's hard to avoid dr who isn't it if you're kind of our age and you've grown well, up with it but... well or in my house because my eldest who is 12 will not shut up about david tennant <laughs> well you know, yeah. I can, I can I see, I can see her
0: point of view. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> it's rather lovely. Um, David, if you're out there and you want to come on the podcast, I'm very happy to have you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, the idea that you get in a time machine like the TARDIS and you go back and you open the doors of it and you observe it differently with a bit of help from a coach, and then you kind of take from it the learnings and you're looking Mm. at it from a different point of view and you you do step out of the emotion of it and it can really really help i couldn't agree with you more kate it's one of the things that is super helpful for moving on um so if you ever want or interested in timeline therapy both kate and i are practitioners we can help you with that it's very individual one-on-one thing but lots of people get a tremendous amount from it
1: Mm. yeah yeah it is incredible it is incredible Mm.
0: And so um, think- yeah, so sorry, the only other thing that you've probably got a few on your list was um, probably a bit of reframing. And we come back to reframing mm-hmm. a lot. But that idea, you know, like um, I, I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling sad just now is such mm-hmm. a simple reframe. But you are feeling sad, but it doesn't mean you're a sad person. It doesn't mean your life is full of sadness. It is, you're feeling sad just now. So be okay to feel sad. It's just now. And then, you know, it will, you'll move on to a different feeling and that will be okay.
1: Well, listeners, I hope that you have got something useful from this podcast. Um, Of course you have. I don't even know why I'm asking. Of course you have. Obviously. (laughs) even if it's just something when you're in that moment and you could go oh yeah I remember what they said yeah perfect and you know keep those. and what keeps people
0: alive who are no longer with us for whatever reason is us remembering them and talking about them so Mm -hmm. just make them part of your life going forward but in a different way um and have some fun with that and also let that be sad if it is you know it will be what it will be but yeah, hopefully those things have helped. Thank you, Kate, for those strategies. Very helpful.
1: No, yeah, you're quite welcome.
0: Thank you, to oh. you, Tina. Yeah, if you could <laughs> now just hop off the um, the coach and horses and scoop up the poo as you promised you would. <laughs> I know my role in life. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> pop it on the roses; it would not get wasted. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I
1: hope you have an oh. amazing day.
0: Yeah. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you for the next episode. Take care. Bye. To a lift to work, please subscribe,
1: share with your friends and follow us. Make your comments below. So this is a quick disclaimer from us that just says that whilst we are um, registered practitioners, if you have listened to anything that has caused a trigger or you feel like you need medical attention or support, please go and see your GP or other registered healthcare professional. Absolutely, because this podcast is for educational and fun reasons. Thank you, Lots everyone. of fun.
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs>